0: This is Defender Radio. Defender Radio is brought to you by Gates Wildlife Control and the Association for the Protection of
1: Fur-Bearing Animals. Today is July 9th, 2015, and this is Michael Howey welcoming you to a Defender Radio Special Report. The ongoing saga of BC Conservation Officer Bryce Cassavant and the two bear cubs he refused to kill has captured the attention of Canada and the world. News outlets from as far away as Germany and the United Kingdom have been monitoring the story as it unfolds this week. And Defender Radio is pleased to now bring you the unabridged interview with a man tasked with caring for the two cubs and speaking out on behalf of C.O. Cassavant. Robin Campbell, who has helped wildlife recover for 30 years, took time out of his busy schedule to discuss the current state of the twin cubs, named Jordan and Athena, respond to the critics in the media, and give his full version of the events that led to the Cubs being in the care of the North Island Wildlife Recovery Association. Could you explain what happened leading up to the events of this week? I mean, were you just having a regular week when you got the call?
0: Yeah. I should tell you, I don't know how much time you got, but I'm going to tell you really quickly. About 15, 20 years ago, they made a law in in British Columbia that and stop the the killing of these cubs, and we had been doing uh, bear cubs for the last twenty years, and we built a facility just for them. So anyway, make a long story short, uh, this has worked perfect. Uh, we we the protocol in place over the last twenty years, uh, or fifteen, whatever it was, uh, for the protocol. And what the deal is is the conservation officer goes out and they 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 capture. Then at that point, a veterinarian looks at it and says, okay, you know, heads up, or this, this bear is, is too sick, or, you know, it can't be rehabilitated due to health reasons, you know? And then um, then these bears were sedated, they were put down, the mouth was good, no broken teeth, teeth were great, the tummy was full, you know, they, they, they looked really good. So anyway, they call us, so we went up there because their conservation officers are on fire, fire watch, Port Hardy is burning right now, so we've got lots of fires going on and we've got a drought out here. So so anyway, so we sent our guys up there and in the meantime, somebody in Campbell River made the decision to have these um, bears killed, uh, which is uh, totally, totally wrong. We tried out of protocol and it would, to illegal calling. You call it whatever you want, a cruelty case, you know, because that's what we do is give um, bears a second chance. And then so until we look at them and can see if they've been habituated or if there's any problem with them, then then there's a decision made. So anyway, they wanted us to drop them off. They never, anyway, we brought them here. They came running out of the cage and the next day they, um, there's uh, we put them in with the others. In the meantime, I got an email saying that um, Constable uh, Vice uh, Casban had been uh, suspended with, with without a pay. It's just an unbelievable story. It's beyond belief. You know, I mean, this guy's not just some guy. This is a guy who's taken an oath to protect our land, waters, animals, whatever. Was told to do something that. Really, they didn't have the, have the authority to to ask him to do. Uh, due to the fact that these bear cubs were in excellent condition, and even the owner of the property phoned me to verify that those cubs had hadn't been a problem, they came back onto the property looking for the mother to suck. You know, I mean that that's the story. So anyway, it just got blown out of hand, and and I believe that. In my heart, of heart, that I've done this for 30 years, and I've watched, uh, and I've dealt with conservation officers, and we just watched it deteriorate over the 30 years. That you know, a lot of our problems have just been sold out. I mean, we have very few conservation officers in the field, and now, now they're not even listening to the, you know, even in doing the investigation. And I, I truly believe this. Now, this is my personal opinion. I don't know, so it's just a personal opinion that is probably a funding issue, and if thought, okay, Bryce, you'll just follow along suit because I'm your boss. And uh, they'll just, you know, kill them and then deal with whatever. Because they're, they're really under the gun up there, and he's the only guy up there. They've got the fires, the, the, so there's a lot of animals that are being displaced, you know, and there are a lot of, they're in bear country. So are probably more bears and more cubs up there, you know, that are, you know, that are having a problem. I don't know. But anyway, these ones for sure weren't habituated and there was no reason for any of this stuff. And then then uh, we just uh, fell suit because uh, I know Bryce uh, on a professional level. I've uh, worked with him for at least two years. And I know that he has in the past had to. And it's really sad. You know, sometimes you got to play God and the animal can't survive, and they've had to euthanize him, and he has done that, he's done that. So I knew that, I knew his decision was the right decision, and we just fell into it and went along with him and, and supported him, uh, you know, right up to now, and I understand that they, yesterday, they reinstated uh, not his job they're doing an investigation into the bears still and into his job but they actually suspended him now with
1: pay, and so that's good because he's a family man with children so yeah he'll, anyway, he'll be able to keep food on the table at the very least uh while this matter is resolved yeah but it's a shame because the the community up there knows him
0: very well and they, and they rely on their conservation officer they they live in the woods uh Port Hardy, Port McNeil areas is, is north end of Vancouver Island, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but anyway they rely and they have a, a good report with the conservation officers so it's, it's a shame that they'd have to, now they've pulled up somebody who they know they can trust and, and uh, count on and uh, and so he's not, he's, he's, there's a gag order on him I understand so I haven't been able to talk to him. So I, I can't speak on his behalf. I'm just devastated, though, that, that this could possibly happen to a man of this caliber.
1: Absolutely. Um, now, I, I have not worked in wildlife rehabilitation, but I've spent time at rehab centers. I know a number of rehabbers. I've interviewed them regularly uh, uh, for this program. And I know that every day there are there are incredible miracles and every day there are horrible tragedies uh yeah. in, in pretty much every wildlife rehabilitation center straight across the country but this story about these two cubs has now gained international attention every network in canada is covering it what how how does that well, hit you we're doing, we're doing
0: interviews in germany and the uk uh we've done them right across canada and into the states as well it's uh it's a tragic thing when uh someone is asked to do something like that, and I believe this is the first case, that, uh, at least in my time, 30 years that we've been doing it, where uh, yeah, somebody was finally mean, just, drew a, you know, a line in the sand and said, enough so nothing, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. And for that, I think there was a lot of emotion or whatever, and the band was gone. I mean, I mean we, we, we we have a wonderful island here, it's very rich, it's, it's beautiful. Our bears are a different subspecies than those even on the mainland. So we have a very uh, rich and uh, and uh, wonderful island that we, and we don't have too many bears here or by any means. Uh, and There's a good food source here so I mean, I think during, because of the fires and whatever, you know, I'm not sure exactly. Sometimes you do get a nuisance bear due to the fact where you have a person just not picking up their fruit or leaving food out or whatever or whatever sometimes you do get a bad happen and then for the safety of people i am afraid that, that sometimes they do have to go in there and, and kill kill the bear and in this case being a style it just made it a, a little bit more difficult because of the uh because it had cubs and she had cubs. So. And that's where, we, that's where we've that's invested public money. And there's no burden on the government. The government doesn't support us at all. And we, we, we pick up that slack and make sure that those bears get a second chance into the wild.
1: Yeah, and uh, how have you felt about the attention that this story is getting? I mean, has it been surprising to you? Has it been uplifting or upsetting? How have you been managing it?
0: Well, the way I look at it, anytime I get a chance to speak out for wildlife or, or, or animals or you know any type of thing like this where attention is brought, um, I, I'm happy to do that. And but I, I'm not shocked at all by. It. I, I, I just think anybody in their right mind would, would can see hey, there's some, either a mistake made here that's corrected immediately. But they chose not to, you know? And that's the part I don't understand. They had an opportunity yesterday. They did, The Ministry did a... First of all, I want you to know, for 30 years I've worked with them and never spoke out of, against them. It's a shame that... See, I work directly with the Conservation Officers and they're my lifeline out there. They're the guys who come in after hours don't get paid, blah, 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 do, do all this stuff for me. And they're there at the beginning with the bears, and they're there at the end, releasing them back out in the wild. So I thought that they would make a statement and reinstate them and just say, oh, you know, we got some bad information, and we'll just carry on, but they've chosen to not do this, and, and now it's even going to carry on even more. So it is going to bring the attention, too, wildlife uh these bears are safe at this point you know here with the other seven that we have right at this point and uh they're doing quite well so unless they come in here and see them because they made a statement saying they haven't decided what they're going to do with the bears yet
1: Mm -hmm. and they have that ultimate authority don't they
0: yeah and they might want to make a point you know you don't know you don't know what they're thinking you know so What we're hoping is that numbers will grow and people will, you know, uh, fill in their support and that, you know, hopefully another, you know, they should really be focusing on these fires that we have here in the drought Mm -hmm.
1: and uh, get this guy back out in the field working where he needs to be. And. There, there was um, one recent interview, uh, I believe it was uh, the CBC spoke with a retired bear biologist who said... Uh, okay, first of
0: all, I, yeah, I, I heard about that, and I wish I had got a chance to rebuttal it. First of all, the guy has never been to our facility. I just want to explain this really quick. He's never been to our facility. Uh, he sounds like some guy who either contracted with with the government or he was paid directly with the government i i I don't think the guy the way he spoke doesn't sound like uh but anyway tell me what he said
1: more or less he uh he stated that people are reacting this to this news with emotion that there is no danger of bear populations plummeting because of the deaths of these two bears and these are actually in my opinion, common arguments we hear when we want to protect wildlife. So I and I do want you to have that opportunity to rebut what this this uh, alleged scientist has stated that you're reacting with emotion and there's really no need to be concerned about these two bear cubs or the actions of the conservation service.
0: Well if we, okay first of all, if you don't uh, we bring the attention to the whole species by working with the individual animal. This has been something that the government followed. So this, this, this is why I'm very suspicious of this man. I, I believe he's either contracted with the government and been paid with government money or he has worked for them. You know, he's either a contractor and so he's come out and given this this thing. This thing. Well, at what point um, you know, it's not a numbers thing. It, it, I, I think it's just, it's human nature. I think it's human nature. If you see something suffering, and you can give it a second chance, and, and it's due to you that, that the animal happened. You have a responsibility to that animal. It, it has nothing about to do with numbers. It's got to, to do with life. It's got to do with, this is a throwaway society. And people like that, who've got an attitude like that, he you know, he, I heard he was talking about Marmot and all that. Well, it just, he, just a matter of fact, uh, it's actually, uh, Dr. McKady, we worked very closely with the uh project, and, and we've invested a, a lot of money into that project as well. So so it's really too bad he didn't get to come out here to see our facility, uh, see the work that we do, and, uh, you know, and tell us truly what his background was, you know.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now we have a petition online to reinstate Bryce. We have uh, a petition online to request more funding, science, and non-lethal solutions for wildlife to the government. But what can people be doing to help these two bears, to help you, and to help other wildlife rehabilitators who really seem to be struggling under uh, a lot of these pressures currently existing in British Columbia and again across Canada? Across
0: Canada and we are concerned about animals dead across Canada and worldwide so we've been involved in many many projects where we we were the first ones to actually uh, build a prosthetic uh, uh, beak for a bald eagle and we have been down in the States and done two more and we actually did a toucan and, and stuff like that so we care about all wildlife everywhere so um, and most of these places are, uh, do not receive any money from the, the government. And, uh, and so we encourage them to, uh, to uh, support their local uh, you know, uh, causes or re- wildlife rehabilitation centers. They're welcome to go online to, to us and see what we do. And that's nira, dot org and they'll have a really good idea of what wildlife rehabilitation is about and they can see some of the videos on the bears and and uh, get a real good idea of what goes on here
1: all right uh and i i really want to thank you personally and beha on behalf of all of our members and supporters for not only what you're doing for these two bear cubs but what you're doing for bryce it, it really does show Uh, uh, the the compassion of yourself and of this gentleman and we certainly hope there is a positive outcome once this story plays out
0: thank you for your interest and your support and uh, again uh, support your local rehab I I really uh, encourage people anyway thanks for for, uh, giving us a call and, and getting the story out
1: there Petitions to reinstate CEO Bryce Cassavant and begin new funding, studies, and education for the Conservation Service in British Columbia can be found at FurBearDefenders.com. To directly help North Island Wildlife Recovery Association, visit www.niwra.org. We'll be back next week with your regular episode of Defender Radio. Until then, this is Michael Howey reminding you to stay informed and stay strong.